Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Tuesday, April 10th, 2018, and this is The Ride. Hop on in, we're ready to go. Let's do this thing. You strapped in, we're heading to a destination today. What is that destination? Kinda not sure, but you are along for the ride and I can guarantee you, I can almost guarantee you that you're gonna get something that you didn't have before. Why? Because God's in the ride here with us And he's speaking to me and he's speaking to you. And today is a day of a new beginning. I woke up this morning with a fresh dream on my mind. It was very vivid. I was walking through this really big building, kind of looked like a church, but it was more industrial looking. It was a brick building. I could see how they built it. I was pretty amazed at how it would have come together. It struck me that this great big building that was almost mostly a cube, but had a lot of intricacies in it as well. I was struck by the fact that when they built this thing, they would have had to have some really, really good plans because you are building brick by brick by brick and you have to understand, you know, as the layers get added on, differences happen. You know, you, this little roof area has to have different supports, so the the brick lane of the brick has to be a certain way to support that, and to allow for this extra structural support. And then as you get more toward the top and the building is more mature, let's say, you've got different places where you need to strengthen it, and maybe other places you don't need to because you've already laid a, a good foundation. But it struck me, and this was not a spiritual, well, it was a spiritual uh, sign or picture. But in the natural sense, it still struck me quite a bit that, you know, you need to know how it's being laid as it gets built. And, you know, who's the one? The designer. The designer's the one who knows that. Even the builder might not know everything about every layer He hasn't gotten to that point yet. But the designer knows it all. But that's really just a side story, I think. I was amazed at this building, and I was walking around it and looking at all the the big open spaces. There was a big amphitheater in it, common areas. It overlooked this beautiful lake with big windows on one side. It just was beautiful. Before I entered it, I was standing right at the front door looking up at the intricacies of the brickwork. And that's when I had first started to think about all those layers and and what would have had to take place for that intricate brickwork that I was just looking at. What would have needed to be done to make that possible. And I saw the the brilliance of the design because this certain brick area created these archways that held up certain other places that needed 
extra strength to support it. Well, don't you know that our God is our designer? And he knows you, knows your capabilities better than we know ourselves. And he laid a foundation for you. And it's our choice whether to adhere to that foundation and build upon it with his help. It's almost like he's the designer. And Christ is standing alongside of us, showing us how it's done, and and we're building this thing as we go. And he's showing you how to do it. I think it's a great picture that Christ was a carpenter and, and knew how to get his hands dirty. And then the Holy Spirit of God, that's that ability to keep working, that strength, the wind, the Spirit of God. Let's make sure that our buildings are founded and have a foundation that's strong in Christ, designed by the Master. So that was an interesting dream. It was very vivid, and I could go on and on about that, but I have kind of done that before with you, making sure our foundation is good. So... I did want to go to the next part of the dream, which was at the very last moment of the dream, I saw something that I knew was important. This is a word that I saw, I don't know if it was etched into the side of that building or, I I don't recall where I saw this word, but it was clear as day, and it was not an English, well, it was not a a modern English word. It's a word that I've never paid attention to before. And it was two words. It was frecken lives. F-R-E-K-K-E-N lives. And I woke up knowing I was going to look that up and half expecting to see it's like the German for save save lives like God's telling me save lives but it wasn't that but frecken I'd never seen that word before I looked up in one dictionary and in the French there was a French dictionary that said that that was related to the word free liberated I thought well that's a cool thing free lives that's kind of like save lives But the more I looked, the more I realized that this was an old English word. And frecken, I'm going to read to you what it said, a definition of this. And one of the base words is F-R-E-K-E, freak. So that is a brave man, a warrior, a man at arms, a creature such as a giant or demon or angel. The origin is from the Middle English freak, a bold man, warrior, creature. From Old English, a bold man, a hero. From Proto-Germanic, an active or eager warrior wolf, a dangerous, daring, courageous, and bold individual. 
freaking lives. I think that's, uh, I think that spoke to me. I don't know if it's speaking to you, but for me, I want that kind of life. I want a bold life. I don't want to shrink back into the darkness. I want to stand out there in the light. This is not about showing the world who I am. It's more about showing the world who God is and I get to ride on his coattails. Are you bold today? Are you courageous? Are you a warrior? You know, that means that if you're a warrior, that implies you're in a war. Do you believe you're in a war today? Whether you believe it or not, you are in a war today. It's very clear to me. There is a war of ideas. And that the war of ideas is a very sinister, very dangerous, very troubling war. Because it's the war of the mind. And you can have a renewed mind. And you can have those that don't have a renewed mind. And everything in between. And that's just in the natural. The, the war of the mind and the war of ideas. I mean, political things are part of it. But there's more than just political. But we've seen how sharply divided the arguments are. And how, I don't know, it makes my spirit feel ill when I think about that. But the war of the, the minds is just the surface. Then you get a little bit deeper and then you have the war of the wills. Now you've got people clamoring to align what they, what they are, who they are, their being, based on the war of the minds. And we haven't even gotten to the deeper parts, which is really where the war originates, which is in the, the war in the spirit. There's a spiritual war happening. The Bible says that you won't see that war if you're not tuned in to the family of God. If you're not part of that family, you won't see it. It's, you can't see the things like that. My hope today is that if that's you, that you come to understand that there is a war and it's waging for your soul. It's not just about you. But as far as you're concerned, it is. I mean, this is the waging of the war for the souls of mankind. Our enemy is wanting to keep us away from our designer. That's his intent. But I want to be like that building that was built strong and well-designed, bold and courageous, and standing forth showing the glory of that designer. I want to be that building. And I realized that that word frecken, it reminded me that I'm built, you're built to be bold and courageous, to stand up against our enemy who would want to take you down, who would want to hand you the bad mortar and try to build the walls yourself without Christ's help. And then you've got these foundational walls that are weak and prone to falling. 
but God's designed us to be strong and courageous. I want to consider myself to be that courageous warrior who stands firm in the war, in the war for my soul, in the war for the soul of my family. David was a warrior. He was not only a physical warrior and a king who you would attribute all these mortal traits of a, of a warrior, a strong, bold, noble character, all of those things. But also, he was a warrior in the war of the Spirit. He spent time with God, and he developed a relationship with God. And he was a minister to God. Do you remember how Saul was anointed by God? The King Saul was anointed by God. And there was times that the Spirit of God would leave him and an evil spirit would torment him. And he asked David to come and play music. And it made him feel better. David was ministering to Saul. Well, David was also ministering to God. Not that God had an evil spirit that he needed relief from. But the, the point is, is David would minister to God and he would commune and have conversation and committed time with the Lord. He fought a spiritual battle without lifting a weapon, a, a physical weapon. So here's the thing. We, we have a, a battle that we're in, and the battle is not ours to win or lose. We win with God. The battle is the Lord's, remember? It's not ours. It's the Lord's. But but we need to be connected with the Lord, ministering to the Lord, in communion with the Lord. We do that, and then that helps us stand bold in the, in the mortal things, in the, in the carnal things, the things of this world. We're able to still be bold in that space and in the headspace of the world we're in today. I'm amazed when I hear certain people who are very strong in their opinions and their opinions I strongly believe in. And I think, man, if I could only put my words together like they do and have such a strong, bold stance. We all have our capabilities. And I do my part, you do your part. And God does his part, if you let him. The more and more I thought about those words in the dream, I, and, and thought about this whole warrior concept and being this brave warrior, I'm reminded that bravery requires something to be scared of. You truly can't be brave unless you've got something that's really overwhelmingly in your face, can you? I mean, we need to have something that is in opposition to us so that we can be brave. Maybe that's why God says that we will have hard times, that there will be challenges that we face. Because if everything was peachy, we'd never have the capacity to be brave and to stand firm in a difficult situation. So in a sense, God has us in this place where there's challenges just so that we can get strong. And he helps us get strong. Bravery. You know, the more and more I thought about those words, 
the more and more I realized maybe it wasn't frecken lives, but frecken lives. I think that's how I'm going to look at that. The bold and the courageous. The ones who don't back down. The ones who know their Lord and Savior. The ones who seek the crown. Honest, I didn't plan that. (laughs) The ones who look before you. The ones who don't look back. The ones who don't shrink in darkness but are ready for attack. I didn't mean to do that either. Those are the ones that the Lord is seeking. Those are the ones who will triumph on that day. To the victor goes the spoils of battle and the warrior who knows his way. Frecken lives. I want life in my life today. There's only one way to have true life and that is to follow the one who gives all life that designer God Almighty today's a day for you today's a day for me Lord we dedicate our lives to you right now we don't fully understand what that means maybe at the deepest level But we know we need something, and we know we need life. We know we need more life than we've been living. Help us to find in your word that you've given to us. Help us to find those keys. I know the key is simply surrendering our will for your will. So, Lord, I'm going to look for your will in the word of God. Align with it and get with other people who are on the same journey, who want to do the same thing. Help us, Lord, to not just become a social group, a clique, a party that is living a superficial Christian life, but help us be warriors at heart. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay, my friends, what a great message. God was preaching to all of us today. You stay in that word and you live in peace. You pray for those who persecute you. And you, my friend, are a warrior. You've been made to be a warrior from day one. Spend time with the Lord God Almighty. Find out his ways. You're in the dojo of the king. So get your warrior on. Get your freaking on. And experience the life of the master designer. You will never be the same again. And I will see you on the flip.